Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Well, buy ugly. And you know what? That advice goes for financial investments like stocks, too. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. My mom always said it's rude to keep people waiting. Well, best ever listeners, that's exactly what you're doing if you're not funding your deals with our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that matches up your deals with accredited and institutional investors who want to invest in your deal. Patch of Land literally has thousands of investors ready to fund your next deal. You don't want to keep them waiting, do you? And guess what? It's a lightning quick process too. In fact, the average Patch of Land loan closes in just seven days. Is a five to seven day close faster than how long it currently takes you to close on financing? And just think, wouldn't it be wonderful to have all of your financing needs taken care of for all of your deals? How many more deals could you close if you already knew where the money was coming from? With Patch of Land, you no longer have to worry about the financing part. They've got it taken care of for you. Go to Patch of Land and find out how to get your next deal funded by the thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Go to patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-A-N-D.com. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Bobby Monroe. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Joe. It's nice to be with the best ever host. Oh, well, thank you. What a what a wonderful <laughs> compliment. Bobby is joining us from Tallahassee, Florida. She is a certified financial planner and has been a CPA since 1988. She is the president of her company, Supporting Your Choices, and uh, she was just named a five-star wealth manager by Atlanta Magazine for the sixth, count it, more uh, fingers than on one hand, sixth consecutive year. An interesting fact about her, uh, her father was 17 of 18 kids, and she has more than 40 first cousins on that side. So um, a a good percentage (laughs) of people in Tallahassee are related to Bobby. (laughs) So with that being said, Bobby, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? 
yes. First of all, I'd like to say I'm a CFP, a certified financial planner, not a CPA, though. I love my CPA friends. And uh, yes, yes, yes. And uh, I've owned real estate since I was 18 and inherited a tractor company with my with a leaky flat roof with my brother. We can talk about owning property with partners, especially family, some other time as that's a topic in and of itself. But since then, I've invested in commercial property, single family homes, vacation rentals, farm and timber land and vacant lots. I've done so as an individual, an LLC, a corporation, a partnership, and I built my own plan and I'm my own home and I'm going to do it again. So ever since I became a certified financial planner in 1999, I've been incorporating real property into my client port investment portfolios when that is something that they're interested in. And there are a lot of people out there who are interested in that. Out of all the different types of real estate investments uh, for you and based on your goals, which one has been the most uh, effective at, at reaching your goals? Well, you know, you can buy real estate for many reasons. People used to buy real estate uh, home as an investment, and it shouldn't be. I was going to tell you earlier about that family that I have, that sprawling family that I have. We inherited a family farm oh gosh, a couple of thousand acres in North Florida back in the 70s. And my, at that time, my grandmother had already owned it for 40, 50 years. And in that farm, it's gone through a lot of permutations, but that has served as a real legacy for our family. We still own it. It's a little bit different the way it's structured, and we'll probably have members of the family owning it for two more generations. So that's like real estate becoming an investment into the legacy of the family. But of course, we all want to make money on real estate, and I've got lots of good stories on that as, as well. And I'd love to tell you the best story on the best advice ever gave. Well, then let's get into it. What is your best advice ever for real estate investors? Well, buy ugly. And you know what? That advice goes for financial investments like stocks, too. When you buy ugly, you usually are buying at a very good price, and one of the best predictors of how much money you're going to make is how much you pay initially for something. With that in mind, I have a client that back when real estate was crashing, he bought in a transitional neighborhood that was declining very rapidly in 2009, and I knew a lot about this neighborhood because I'd been looking at it for perhaps five years, so I knew that the prices could uh what they could be before gentrification came into that neighborhood. For instance, a 3-1 home that sold for 60000 in 2005 might be listed at 15000 by 2009. So I was really excited about that. And if I could tell your best ever listeners one thing, real estate is very local. Know the area that you're thinking about buying in, whether it's a vacation community or a neighborhood in a town. Know that area, and you'll know the bargains when you'll see when you see them. So in this juicy story that I've got to tell you, my client ended up buying a 4-3 duplex. Uh, it was 4-3 on each side. It was built in 2004. It sold in 2006 for $395,000, and he bought it for $47,000 in 2009. Now, let me get that straight. It sold for three ninety-five in 2006, and he bought it for forty-seven. In what year? 2009. Wow. Okay. Three years. Well, that's what happens when transitional neighborhoods start to go backwards. 
But it's kind of like when the stock market starts to go backwards, you just have to know that it's probably not going to stay that way. And if you've really got guts of steel, go in and buy. So he put about $20,000 into this property. Most of the systems were fairly new, Joe, because it had been built in 2004. He put 20 in, and now he receives 1000 a month per side in rent, or $24,000 a year. And that's less than three times annual rents. When I talk to people about how much to pay for a piece of property, a rule of thumb that I use is probably no more than seven times annual rents. So that means don't go buy a house for $250,000 if you're only going to get 18000 in rent on. It's It's just not nearly as good a deal. So anyway, he put that in. He had the property uh, paid off two years ago, and now it has a value of $175,000. So he's got a cash flow king, and he's experiencing greater capital appreciation at the same time. I just have never seen a deal that was quite that juicy, and I'm a little jealous because I bought two houses in that neighborhood that have been great deals, but not that good. What area is that? That is a little neighborhood in Atlanta on the west side. And actually, the west side is where I started investing in Atlanta. And as neighborhoods became gentrified, including my own, um, I've just gone a little bit further west and then a little bit further west and a little bit further west and sort of followed the line as it's gone out. So it's a, it's a inside the perimeter in Atlanta. So it's basically 10 minutes from downtown, which is a godsend for anybody that works in that area. He had massive equity in his home, so he just used that home equity line to finance it, and he didn't have any closing costs on the loan because he did that. Um, he ran the numbers, assuming that there'd be empty months with no rent uh, and capital needs, and made sure he had enough cash for that. And I got to tell you, everybody, you got to be sure you have enough cash, regardless of what you're investing in, so that you don't have to sell something when it's not convenient or a good idea to sell it. Another thing he did was he formed an LLC to purchase the property. And I don't know how much you talk about asset protection, Joe. How do you own your property? Uh, through LLCs for the most part. Uh, and then some, my single family homes, uh, I have some of them under my name, but with general liability insurance uh, up to a million dollars. Well, then you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about making it so that if you own something and something happens on that piece of property, they can't come take what you have. And using LLCs for rental properties is a really good idea for that. Now, this guy, too, he was born to be a landlord, and some people aren't. And I know that you have a wonderful management company that you talk about on your program. And for if you're not meant to be a landlord, but you want to invest in real estate, for gosh sakes, be sure to use their services. But if you do love fixing up things and you have the right temperament, it can be a real fun thing to do. This guy is really widely known as a great landlord, so he always has his choice of prospective tenants because they come knocking at his door. And he's also used it sort of as a charitable effort in that he has good relationships with his um, tenants and actually helps them. They're low income. He helps them with back to school supplies and Christmas, the whole nine yards. So it's worked out for him amazingly on a financial level and really well on a personal level, too. So it can do lots of different things for you. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Oh, my goodness, yes. First, a quick word for our sponsor. Could you do more deals if you had more money and didn't have to waste time looking for financing? Are you ready to scale your real estate business and do more deals? Well, let's make that happen. 
our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, is ready to fund your next deal. Patch of Land is a crowdfunding marketplace that has thousands of investors waiting for you right now. Find out more at patchofland.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D.com. Okay, Bobby, best ever book you read? Well, that's kind of like asking somebody who their favorite child is. But (laughs) I'm going to tell you one that just has nothing to do with real estate, and that's Kite Runner, because it reminded me that prejudice was something that went far beyond black and white in the borders of the United States. And I do want to remind people that as much as hard as you are working on what you're doing, do take a break with something that's not related to the field from time to time because it'll actually increase your creativity and your productivity. So, kite runner for me. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. About two years ago, I left what I call Bobbyville. Actually, that's what my friends called it. It was a house I built in the 80s in Atlanta. And it was just a total extension of my personality. And I returned to the sticks up here in Gaston County, Florida. And that's where I grew up, surrounded by family. And I will tell you, the growth is I'm a little bit older. And I had to have a new community, a new lifestyle, and a new business model. One thing I did that I think listeners would be interested in is, is that I gave myself a two-year period. I did not sell my house in Atlanta for two years and so that I could back everything up if it didn't work out. But it did work out, and boy, my mind has been firing creatively ever since I walked down here. One of the things we've done is done a virtual office, and now I have staff in Colorado and Atlanta. And I've always had clients younger clients, especially all over the United States. So that's been a really great transition for us to go virtual, you know, the cloud thing and the whole nine yards, you know, creating new things as opposed to maintaining old ones. It's really reinvigorating. And this old dog is feeling pretty frisky these days. <laughs> and I know there's, there's, it, there's a lot of excitement in, in uh, creation and there's very, very little in maintenance. So I, I definitely... Um, can empathize with you there whenever I'm creating something. That's the one thing I recently learned is I have to create something every day because if I just maintain, then I don't get that same um, There's that same no excitement. juice. There's just there's no, no juice. juice in it. That's right. So, And uh, there's no a- age limit to reinventing yourself. And that's really important for people to know because I suspect there are a lot of baby boomers out there who will want to do things like rental property and they're second life or their third life, the one after they retire from the job. Best ever success habit you practice? Well, I try to support my opinions with knowledge, which means I'm a super consumer of continuing education. And I do continue to research areas that I'm interested in investing in. Real estate, like I said before, it's local, local, local. So the more you know about the area you want to invest in, the better you've got a chance to make some real money. Do you think there are deals in any area as long as you have the relationships and you know the area, or do you think some areas you just can't make money regardless of how well you know the area? I think there's some areas that are very difficult to make money. For instance, in the high-income areas on the West Coast and the Northeast, I think it's very hard to uh, uh, to support all the taxes, all the upkeep, uh, and still have 
a profitable situation. I think it's very hard to find a property that you can buy for seven times annual rent. And then there are areas that get really hot, like uh, down here in North Florida Panhandle, the Redneck Riviera or the Emerald Coast, whichever you want to call it, got extremely hot so that everything was selling very high. It's kind of like tech stocks in the late 1990s. You really couldn't find a deal. And I think there are neighborhoods where you can't find a deal. And then I think they're neighborhoods that are always ripe for good deals. And those tend to be the ones that are on the borders of established neighborhoods moving into transitional neighborhoods. Those are usually the best places to make some money. Best ever deal you've done. Ooh, I got two of those, really. I know it can't be the best if you have two, but they're both real short. And the first one is I bought a lot in 1999 for $11,500, and I sold it seven years later for $87,500. And the point on that one is, is you don't always have to invest a lot of money. In other words, people think that to get in, they have to go and get a big house or something like that. This was just a lot. By far, the best return I've ever made on any investment, regardless of whether it was a stock or property. And then down on the Redneck Riviera, and this is kind of a counter-argument, I did buy a lot back in the late 90s, and I spent 71 and a half for it. And during that time when property was just zooming, zooming, zooming down there, um, people were talking about the value of that lot being four hundred dollars or $500,000. Ooh, boy, I was counting my money before I sold it. But then I realized that perhaps what I call the gravy period and the growth curve was over and I could make more money going forward if I took that money out of that particular property. So I listed it. When I first listed it, the property had already started to go down a little bit. And I listed it for three seventy-five, and I ended up selling it for $200,000 the following year. And I had to think to myself, boy, you've made almost three times your money in less than a decade. And what I want to tell listeners, your very best ever listeners, is that when you're selling property, and selling's as important as buying, you have to remember that what it was worth means nothing. It's what it is worth. As it ended up, it was great that I got out because uh, two years later, the market down there just crashed completely and you couldn't sell anything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What perfect timing. Lucky best, timing. Not being greedy. Best ever project you're most excited about right now. Ooh, I'm going to build a new house down here. And I always try to do things that I can show clients how you can do it for less money. So I'm going to try to build a very small, efficient, and super cool house. I want it to be maintenance-free, and I want to spend less than $85 a square foot on it. So if you come to North Florida in two years, I'm going to show you the super cool concrete house that still looks good and is amazing when you walk in it, and it's going to be amazingly cheap. I've always loved the idea of building in the next life. I'm going to be an architect or something like that. But right now, dreaming about building that house has really got my juices flowing. Well, someone told me it's never too late to reinvent yourself, so you can always be an architect in this life. Well, that's true. That's true. And a yard art artist. You know, Joe, when I was 21, if you asked me what I wanted to be with my life, I would like a deer in the headlights. I didn't have a clue as to what I wanted to be. Now that I'm 60, like, there's so many things I'd like to be in. Not quite enough time, but I'm going to give it a run for its money. Best ever quote. 
Oh, you know, I have to go with Henry Ford, who said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can, you're right. And um, that pretty much says it all. A friend saw me changing some light fixtures and asked one day how I knew I could do it. And I told her it just never occurred to me that I couldn't. And I think that attitude will really carry you far in life. It doesn't mean you won't make mistakes. You will, but you'll learn. What's the biggest mistake, speaking of those mistakes, that you've made in real estate? Good segue. Thank you for that. Hey, you're very welcome. Well, back on that same Florida Panhandle beaches, it was probably the late 70s. When we went, we started looking at property down there. And um, I saw some that by 1981 had gone up by about 50%. And at that time, it was very new development down there. There was hardly any. And any property that was down there was going to sell. It looked great. How could I go wrong? Well, what I didn't realize was that in the next five years, they were going to build thousands of new units. And so all of a sudden, I had the oldest unit on the beach. So I would like people to remember that they shouldn't just think about what has happened in a certain marketplace. Think about the current conditions when you buy and consider how future events could alter your projections. Really be mindful of that. And I tell my clients all the time that they will get a wealth of benefit from learning about mistakes I've already made. And that was certainly one of them. Bobby, what's the best ever place to reach you? You know, Supporting Your Choices has a Facebook page that has all the other information on it. I post good tidbits on it and things like this interview on it from time to time. And that would probably be the best place to find contact information for me. Supporting Your Choices. We call it that because it's not my duty to tell clients what to do. It's to support them with information analysis and implementation on what they decide to do, given what I've told them. So supporting your choices. This has been such a fun conversation. I just, I could just listen to you talk forever. I mean, <laughs> you're just, you got so much, so much energy and you bring with the, the energy a wealth of experience, no pun intended, but kind of. And it was just, it's it just these case studies. I mean, I feel like you have case studies that you could just keep talking about, you know, different, different examples and um, you know, learning experiences. So thank you so much for sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners and, you know, the buy ugly uh, piece of advice. And you, as you mentioned, goes for financial investments and stocks too. Uh, and, you know, you look for the opportunity. You'd mentioned that $60,000 purchase to $15,000 purchase and, um, you know, the, you know, the, the duplex, the four, three duplex on each side where, they bought it for $47,000 whenever it was built uh, three years prior for $390,000. Amazing. And now, it's, and now it's worth about $200,175, um, and it's paid off. Uh, and l- l- from a high-level standpoint, whenever we're looking at markets, uh, you basically gave the uh, playbook for, or at least your playbook and, and my playbook too, for how to identify an area to invest, and that's the path of progress. And what you look for is uh, you see uh, you you buy a big city, and then you see which way people are moving and why, and then you just go a little bit farther out, and you're confident that that's eventually going to happen. Um, and with it, with that growth, will come increased values. Now, I think there's 
there's also something that you want to hedge your, your, your bet against, I'm sure you would agree, where you don't want to buy based on speculation. The numbers, as you said, when you evaluate your numbers, you use the seven times annual rent calculation. Um, I, I do something very similar to that. So in addition to seeing where the path of progress is going, uh, you also want to make sure that when you buy it, that you're buying it where the numbers already make sense. You don't have to cross your fingers and hope that um, you know good times are coming in the future because that's basically gambling. Um, and I, I know, I know, based on how you underwrite your properties and how you're talking, um, that's certainly something that you'll always want to do, and, and you do with with your clients is uh, have the the fundamentally sound properties, but then also make sure that they're in the right the right area. So. Um, and then also from a, a personal development standpoint, uh, I wrote down the quote whenever you mentioned that there's no age limit to reinvent yourself. And that's so true. I mean, it's, it's so true whenever, you know, the age is so relative um, and it, it's all about what, what we are inspired by and or disgusted by and the changes that we want to make um, and, the ch- and the things we want to pursue. Um, I know I've witnessed that in my life and um, I know you've witnessed it in your life and, and you're actively doing it. So I am so grateful for you being on the show, Bobby. Thank you so much. And in addition to checking out your Facebook page, uh, perhaps we will have a party uh, at your new house and near the Redneck Riviera pretty soon. You're welcome to come, Joe. And my final question for you is how the heck did you get so smart so young? Oh, I just talk to people like you, my friend. <laughs> I, I soak it up. <laughs> Well, I wish you all the best and your best effort, listeners. Remember, buying ugly doesn't mean buying without any information. It just means sort of turning away from the noise and look at things that other people are not interested in. That's where you'll make money. Thank you so much, Bobby. My pleasure. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com, where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.